When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Ken. Halftime in Ottawa. Stampeders leading the Red Blacks 15-12. Blue Jays lost earlier today 4-2 to the Orioles. Fowler and Shoffley both shooting eight under 62s today at the U.S. Open. They are tied for the lead. Edmonton Riverhawks just getting going against Kamloops at Remax Field. I can also tell you on Saturday, June 7th, they play the Nanaimo Night Owls and McEwen University proud to sponsor the Riverhawks Pride Night Strikeout Hate. Going to be a lot of festivities going on in relation to that, including a silent auction of special pride jerseys worn by the players. So that's the Riverhawks game on Saturday. We got the Elks Saturday at the BC Lions right here on 6.30 Shed, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff game at 5. The Edmonton Stingers won last night 79-74 over the Saskatchewan Rattlers. So the Stingers get their record up to 3-3 on the season. They will host Montreal Saturday at 7. Flair Airline hangers at the Edmonton Expo Centre to discuss that. And who knows what else from Basketball Alberta, Paul Sir. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Reed. Good to talk to you, that's for sure. It is good to talk to you, sir. Thank you very much for uh, hopping on the show. I uh, saw you, so I went to the game... Uh, I don't even know how long ago it was. A couple of weeks ago. It was, it was the first home game of the season. And I uh, I saw you working with Doug McLean, so I wasn't able to go talk to you. Doug, of course, he and I used to do Golden Bears and Paddis games together. Uh, that was the game with the uh, – I, well, I, I, I know we're going back a little bit. Like, what were you thinking when the Stingers let a 16-point lead get away in, uh, in the target time, the Elam ending time? Like, it just spun out of control, man. It did. Uh, it, it spun out of control, and the only thing I was thinking is I'm glad I'm not a player sitting in that locker room right now because uh, that was ugly. Uh, and, and those are tough losses to rebound from mentally, Reed, when you're up that big and you fall that far and find a way to lose. The, the, that It's one of those things where, yes, you want to get tougher, you want to move on, but that kind of hangs around in the back of your mind. And we saw a a, a bit of that hangover last night against Saskatchewan because, once again, the Stingers had a big lead and let it slip away and actually fell behind by two points as they approached the uh, target score ending. But uh, they they found a way to rebound and uh, were able to pull it out in the end and win by five. So so did they have the lead going into the target, into the ELAM? Uh, they had a one-point lead. Okay. It was, uh, yeah, they, they went from a 15-point lead to a one-point lead. Jeez. Oh, went into Elam, and then <laughs> <laughs> they played with fire again. And uh, I'll tell you, that was a crossroads game, in my opinion, Reed, because had they lost to that, not that the season's ruined, but that's another big setback. This way, it's it's a W, and it's much better 
to have the letter W as opposed to the L be attached to an ugly game. So they got they had an ugly win, but it's a win, and you you, you only remember the W tomorrow. I, I love I, I may borrow that phrase from you, Paul. You called it a crossroads win, and, and I love how you put that. So I mean, here's the thing. I mean, it's one thing if the Stingers that game against Calgary lost a four point lead. Well, it happens. It was 16 points, and I was talking last night, uh, and I don't know if you had time to watch this, but, but like on Sunday, and I'm going to combine different sports here. But you and I like sure. talking about the mental you aspect bet. of the sports. I mean, the Elks on Sunday had first and goal from the one, and didn't get a touchdown and lost the game. I was saying last night, now whenever they line up in short yardage, oh, no. Are they, oh, they going to get it? What if they don't get it? And, and yep. same thing for the Stingers. With a big, I mean, you see it in hockey. If a, if a power play can't score, you know, or if, or if a guy misses an open net or you blow a lead late, is it going to linger? Is it going to be upstairs for the rest of the season or for a few weeks? I'm sure you've been through that with teams or players you've known. Well, teams, players have known, and myself as a player, like you, it's what you just you hit it right. It's that thing that's it's that little voice that's sitting in the back of your head, and it's not just for you. Last night it was with Saskatchewan too. They were thinking if we just hang around uh, in the in the late third and early first, fourth quarter, if we just hang around, this team is capable of collapsing. And then we saw the Stingers get tentative. Uh, become less confident on offense. They, they they lost their sense of motion, and defensively they they uh, they really let down. And Saskatchewan started hitting shots, and all of a sudden, and Saskatchewan shot horribly from the three last night. But then they hit a couple, and the gap is closing, and you see Edmonton getting tighter, Saskatchewan getting looser, and they hung around. They reached their goal, but then. Luckily, the Stingers were able to put it put it away in the target score. Yeah, so th- that'll be big for them that they still put it away d- despite letting it get away. And they play Montreal on uh, on Saturday. Uh, who's how? Because you're broadcasting the games. Are these some of them are on conventional television? Some of them are streamed, or how are they doing the broadcast agreement? Well, they're, they're doing they're streaming it on TSN uh, this year, uh, and then they have one game a week on the main on the main channels so one, on one of the five channels. So that you know, you can always catch it on the CEBL Plus if you go to the CEBL website. It's also on the, on the TSN streaming service. But then, uh, but but then uh, the TSN network will broadcast one CEBL game a week. Okay, which which is great because like I was glad I got that game. I, I took Cam Mooner. Hopefully, I'll get out to a couple others this summer. It's like it's it's good basketball. Uh, there are Canadians in the league. Like that's what people have asked me. Like, well, is it all Canadians? Is it like is, there's U Sports? Like Brody Clark was uh, Brody Clark from the stats played had a great game last night. He's a U of A grad. Hundred percent. And Brody was was the best player on the floor last night. I think it was eight for nine from the field. Uh, he just was tremendous and uh, double digits with with his rebounds. Uh, it, you know, and he's one of the guys that when you go back to the loss to Calgary, the first game, I really felt for Brody because he had just flown back from from Poland and within two or three days had to hop in his car, drove all across Canada from Toronto to get here. Two days later, he's playing in a game in Calgary. And, and Brody, uh, I don't know if you remember Jimmy Butler's uh, monster egg-laying game in the playoffs when he was like three for 17. Brody had one of those nights, and he and I chuckled about it the next night. And that was the night that, uh, again, he was better but not great, and they lost the 16-point the league. 
But this is the kind of leadership that Brody brings to the team. He's rebounded now, and he's trying to keep pulling the rest of the team up and saying, we've got to fight through this when we get sloppy. We're going to have to find a way to win ugly, and that's what they did last night. Paul Sir joining us tonight uh, from Basketball Alberta, uh, discussing the Stingers, uh, also in his capacity as a broadcaster for the games. Uh, Jamal Murray. Uh, I believe the ninth Canadian to win an NBA title, so it's not like it's uh, unusual. It happened last year as well. Uh, I mean, it just keeps building, though, for Canadians in the NBA. And, I mean, Murray's not a bit player on that team either. I, I mean, he's one, of, he's one of the stars on that club. Well, he is. I mean, when you, and when you look at the list of nine, and that is great that nine Canadians have an NBA championship ring, but by far the most key performance uh, key performances by a Canadian were, was, were the performances of Jamal Murray. Like, he has emerged not just as a star, but one of the NBA superstars now uh, that, along with Nikola Jokic, really led that team and willed that team to victory. And it's it's so impressive, not just because Jamal's Canadian, but because of the way Jamal came back from such a terrible injury which forced him to miss all of last season and to come back this year to work this hard, be this effective, and be such an in, incredible part of this championship run to give Denver the first in, uh, first basketball championship in the history of that franchise, which goes way back to the ABA back in the 70s. That's just a remarkable accomplishment. And as you said, Reed, that's the perfect way to put it. It just keeps getting better and better for Canadians at the highest level. Yeah, and uh, and there's more on the way. And interesting, too, for that franchise, Paul, because I know from hosting this uh, show for uh, almost 10 years, and, you know, you, you talk to people out of other cities, and sometimes you talk to some from Denver, usually talking about the Avalanche, and I'd say, well, what's the scene like there? And they're like, well, look, it's, it's the United States, it's the Broncos, and then it's the Rockies or the Avalanche, depending on who's doing better. And, like, some years, the guys were like the Nuggets are like below high school football, you know? So it's it's nice that they've they've now become a championship club. Not anymore. They're yeah. they're they've, they they're like the rap. I would equate Den, uh, the Nuggets in Denver to the Raptors in Canada after their championships. It's just a game changer in terms of interest. Everybody will be on the Nugget bandwagon now. All right, uh, basketball, Alberta, always exciting. Um, uh, Am I am I going out? To, are you going to have me out downtown again? I hope I can make it again. When's the three x three coming up already? Okay, the three x three, which is uh, take last year's and multiply it by three, right? And you'll have this year's event. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a, a massive uh, a, a massive upgrade and step forward for the city of Edmonton. And I'm really excited for the city of Edmonton because we'll be hosting the World Tour Men's. Uh, men's event that is the best teams in the world and i mean by that i mean literally the olympic gold medalists will be there the the current serbian world champion talk about a week for serbians djokovic Jokic, and then the 3x3 uh, men's uh team won the world cup in vienna in the last week as well so they'll be here and we will we will just have a stacked lineup of the best teams in the world here on the men's side as of course, on the women's side, too, we'll have the top 12 women's teams here led by Team Canada, Michelle and Catherine Plouffe. All of the women on the Team Canada are from Alberta. Uh, they'll be headlining it here as well. And we'll have what we're calling uh, Hoop City Canada, 
a, a community-based event. Uh, up to 100 community-based teams are going to be able to play as well all around the big dome that we're going to be building and putting up for this event. It's going to be spectacular, Reed. And, yes, you are invited. Okay. Well, I'll try to do a, an episode of Inside Sports from uh, from there like I did last year because that was uh, an absolute blast. And, and the Ploofs, obviously, well, Canada, led by the Ploofs, won the uh, won the women's tournament. So that, is that, well, what are the dates again? July 28th, 29th, and 30th. Okay, so we still got a bit of time to plan, but uh, yeah, I want to. Yep. I want to. Well, I'll come out and watch, but I'd love to do my my, my show. It is even nice. You even put me in a tent so I was shaded because it was quite hot oh. that day I was there. I'm very spoiled, well, Paul. Well, well, this year we're we're going to have this structure called the Magic Sky, which is the same same structure that'll be used in the Paris Olympics. It's a 36 meter uh, across steel structure that goes up to uh, cover the courts you can play rain or shine it will cover all if not most of the spectators and will even cover reed wilkins when he broadcasts <laughs> it'll either cover my ego i know that's what you wanted to say <laughs> well there's nothing quite that big but we'll, we'll do our best so. uh, i'm gonna throw one more at because you are like we chiefly talk basketball but you're a big sports fan uh the florida uh vegas cup final was like one of the least watched series ever and i know you're incredibly busy uh but did you watch any not a minute you didn't even, oh I'm, wow that's incredible <laughs> no no i'm not a minute <laughs> i was watching the nba finals uh i did i'd have a bit of an excuse i was able to go over to vienna to uh watch the world cup 3x3 championship oh good okay when, good all right when i came back i had a family wedding down in the u.s so i'll i'll, I'll at least i'll hide behind that read i watched all of the oilers uh, well, I know you did that. I know you don't miss a lot of Edmonton-centric no. sports in general. So No, exactly. But uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. What was encouraging on the NBA side, and, and if I were the NHL, I'd be asking questions of why were the Nuggets and the Heat, which everybody expected to have low ratings, able to have comparable ratings to, to past years, and the NHL was not. And I don't have an answer for that. I, I have sports fans observations but i don't have an answer so i'm i'm really curious about that because that that's got to be really disappointing for the league well c- cable only right for the league but uh what is your what is your theory though well my theory is <laughs> i'm the wrong guy to ask on this no you are because you're an intelligent man you're an intelligent man <laughs> well here, here's the thing i'm a sports fan but but as a sports fan who did not grow up with hockey as my primary sport, I have grown to love the sport and appreciate it. And I mean this sincerely. I think the greatest athletes on the world in the world are on skates playing in the NHL. I really believe that. What those athletes do absolutely blows me away. And as someone who doesn't play the sport and can't relate to it, I just I'm just I'm just uh, flabbergasted at, at what they what they do on skates. The athleticism is fantastic. It's such a great game. I cannot believe, though, <laughs> and this is where your hockey fans are going to be throwing things at the phone, but uh, I can't believe you have things in hockey like offsides. I can't believe you have <laughs> you allow the checking. You you have a you have an absolute stud, generational talent in Connor McDavid, and you allow far lesser, far less talented players to impede and slow him down. So in, in what, to to my eye as a sports fan, I go, how can you allow that? How can that be the way the game's played? 
and allow a player like uh, allow lesser players to be so effective against somebody so much greater than 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 they are, so much more skilled, but to have that impeded so much. So for me, it's it. There are rules in hockey. The hitting, the fighting, I don't like. Uh, that much and I know those are lifeblood elements of the hockey game in in particularly traditional but something does not connect with the general sports public read because they've made great strides but they still haven't broken through in terms of their perception I believe to put and they should be in the same league with basketball football baseball but to sports fans they're still not and there's got to be reasons that it doesn't connect so I know I'm, I know I'm I'm a heretic right now. But I, honestly, from a sports fan standpoint, I look at it and I go, it drives me nuts when the whistle blows and they say a two line pass. What the hell is a two line pass to a guy who's in basketball? Like who does that? Like I don't get it. Let the guy go get the puck. <laughs> Paul, I'd I'm like. A heretic. I'm no, a you're, heretic. no, I love the perspective, but I I think some of the stuff about the. Uh, um, the ways you can impede some of the skilled players. I think some people were probably nodding. I don't think they were throwing things. I may just replay that clip at the start of my show tomorrow and then just take calls for two hours. <laughs> we got this guy who knows nothing about hockey on, and he spewed off. Well, what you, do you think? You know, quite a, you know quite a bit, so don't don't sell yourself short. Paul, always a pleasure. Of course, uh, we do this again. Hey, uh, love to you and your family, man. We'll talk again soon. Take, take care, Reed. It, it always means a great deal to talk with you. That is Paul Sir from Basketball Alberta. He's the boss there. He's the managing director, 3x3 Basketball Development for Canada Basketball. Love having him on the show. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. I love having Paul Sir on the show. Uh, Great promoter of basketball in Alberta and in the country. Good insight on the Stingers and Jamal Murray, another Canadian winning the NBA championship and weighing in on hockey. Basically, he thinks the star players take too much abuse in the NHL, that they should be able to show off their talents even more than they do. I uh, love having Paul on. 780-496-0063. Kellen, what do we have? Paul, I am with you. I thought that was well said, so I take Paul's side in that uh, discussion as well. Uh, Ken texts in and says, Reed, I don't have a favorite B-list villain, but my buddy has a favorite C-list Spider-Man villain that I've mocked him over and over when he brings him up. <laughs> Much to my chagrin and his delight, guess who made his first theatrical appearance in the latest animated Spidey movie? Uh, the I have not seen. I, I'm ashamed to admit I have not seen. Is it across the Spider Verse? Across the Spider Verse, yes. Uh, yeah. I, I have not seen it, so I don't know which Spider-Man C-list uh, villain. Uh, I, I, I could only I could only guess. I mean, there have been a few villains appearing in the live-action films. Jeez, uh-huh. um, who would it be? So they had that guy. Electro was in a movie. The Spot, maybe. That's it. It is the, the spot. spot, though. Way. <laughs> I can't believe I, this ridiculous character with ridiculous powers it is has ridiculous. a starring role. Yes, Ken. Uh, and the reason I pulled that out is because I I thought I saw in one of the TV commercials or maybe a trailer that I thought Spot was in it. Uh, spot is a guy for people who don't know and I assume are interested in. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. So he's he's got he's got a all white body with black spots, and then I think he can take a spot off his body and throw it somewhere and then 
so he can like teleport parts of his body right so if i'm standing 20 feet away from you kellen i could <laughs> throw one of my spots next to your head and then hold up another spot next to my arm and punch my arm and my arm would teleport and punch you and then but it's still attached to me does that make sense to a, people yeah. who read comics that makes perfect sense like sure. anybody, anybody out there who's into science fiction comics be like okay you know what, interesting yeah I, I can see how they could do that and other people are just like what is going on right now <laughs> and i fought reggie mantle just, case. People are, <laughs> some people are just like since when was coast to coast back on chet and why is <laughs> why is it on at 728 and not two in the morning Okay, so Spot uh, is in. Well, that's a great text. Can we get that guy a canned ham shirt? We that, that can, listener? for sure. Uh, Inside Sports canned ham shirt from Elite Promotional Marketing for uh, writing in about Spot. All right. Well, I'm so excited with these these villains. I don't know if I can concentrate now. Uh, 780-496-0063. Really appreciate anybody who writes in. We got a great story coming up. Chris Kreitch. 17 years in the Western Hockey League, got to work the Memorial Cup. We'll tell his story. And, uh, oh, I also got the football game going on here. Ottawa trying to fight back, but Calgary just scored. So 22-12 for the Stamps, 5-54 left in the third quarter. Tomorrow, by the way, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. Elks in BC on Saturday. The Sunday game is Hamilton at Toronto.